0: This is Mayo Clinic Talks, a curated weekly podcast for physicians and healthcare providers. I'm your host, Daryl Chutka, a general internist at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Physical medicine and rehabilitation is a medical specialty that aims to improve and restore an individual's functional abilities and quality of life in those with musculoskeletal pain physical impairments, or disabilities. Yet, physical medicine can do so much more. And we'll learn more about this specialty today from Dr. Jeff Bro, a physiatrist in the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at Mayo Clinic. Dr. Bro specializes in hand and spine issues. Jeff, thank you for being here today. Dr. Chotka, thank you for inviting me. Let's start by just kind of a broad question. Uh, I think this the, the specialty of physical medicine is probably one of the least understood by practicing physicians. So what are the goals of physical medicine? The goal of physical medicine
1: is just to restore a patient's function. We're a specialty that doesn't have an organ system. You know, We don't have a heart such as a cardiologist or a central nervous system like a neurologist or orthopedics with musculoskeletal. We're pretty much wrapped around the patient's function
0: and restoring that functional ability of the patient. So you are a physician trained in physical medicine, yet I suspect many of my colleagues, especially in rural areas, work primarily with physical therapists. When should we be specifically referring a patient to a physiatrist rather than to a therapist?
1: Typically, if you know, if a physician
0: has a question about the
1: diagnosis, you know, they're not secure in their diagnostic um, ability, referring to a, a physical therapist typically needs a diagnosis. So if you're looking for a diagnosis, a physiatrist is a, a good avenue. Or if someone is not improving in the timeline that you would anticipate for a specific problem, like let's say someone has low back pain. Most low back pain patients improve, you know, within two to three weeks, sometimes up to three months. And if they're not showing progression, that may be a time to refer to a physiatrist.
0: So you work with physical therapists. Are, are you a team? Is it a team model that you use? It's very much a team approach. Uh, again, as I said, we're,
1: we're kind of the physician at restoring function. We use multiple different... Um, professionals in that team. We have physical therapist is one, occupational therapist. In some settings we use nursing, um, recreational therapist, any profession that helps at restoring the function. We're kind of the team leaders of that group. Speech therapy fits in there speech as well? fits okay. in there. In, in a lot of institutions outside of Mayo, speech therapy is also part of the uh,
0: mm-hmm. physical medicine and rehabilitation group. All right. I know you see a wide variety of patients, but what are some of the more common referrals you get for physical therapy?
1: Well, where I live in the Hand and Spine Center, uh, see predominantly um, those individuals. But outside of, of Mayo, uh, physiatrists see, as you said, a, a quite, of a, quite a breadth of, of patients, including you know, stroke, spinal cord injury patients, amputees, Anyone who's had something happen to them that decreases their functional level, physiatrists have seen, and they work with that team that we talked about to improve the function of the of the patient. And, you know, a, a lot of times people think we're the pain doctors, mm-hmm. and we're not really pain doctors. We we are much more interested in improving function, and sometimes pain is the limiting factor that we have to to
0: work around. But our goal is to increase function not always decrease pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Jeff, over 30 plus years of being here, I have sent I don't know how many patients of mine to physical medicine, and not one has come back and said, Doc, they got nothing. There's nothing they can do. They had no therapy that was going to help my problem. So do you have a therapy or a treatment for anything we send over there, or do you guys make stuff up once in a while? <laughs> um no and yes.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's, as you know, there are a lot of patients who have conditions that are not going to improve. You know, they're sometimes degenerative. And I'll use an example of a patient with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. In 2019, we don't have a cure, so we know their function is going to decline. So the goal is just maintaining what they can maintain for as long as they can maintain it and kind of putting the life back in the years, not years into the life. Mm -hmm. So we want to improve what they're doing and their enjoyment of life. The beauty of our profession is we have a team. So by utilizing the team, we typically can find something
0: to help the patient restore function. Not always getting rid of pain. But a restoring function. Well, I have to say it's it's reassuring to know that there is a department out there that will take my patients and work with them and give them something. When I can send them elsewhere pla- other places and they say, Sorry, I just got nothing to, to help this patient. But you always seem to have something. That's good to hear. <laughs> that is good. Um, I've been reading about physical medicine, and um, I came across a statement that said physical therapy can help patients avoid surgery. What are some examples of how that happens? Well, a lot of times,
1: um, with de- uh, and I'll just use an example with a degenerative process, like let's say knee pain. You know, patients have fairly significant arthritis or even minimal arthritis and have a great deal of pain. And, you know, one of the... Uh, be it um, a friend or you know another provider says oh you need surgery it's it's degenerative um a lot of times we can uh, avoid surgery with other things you know as as i talk to my patients personally i always give them my five fingers talk about what's the possibilities well the five fingers include surgery we could always you know we could send you to someone to have surgery we have medications. We have a lot of medications for different conditions, particularly degenerative. We, have, I think, the last count, we had 63 different kinds of anti-inflammatories, some pain medications, although we're decreasing their use for obvious reasons. Injections is number three. Um, steroid injections seem to help with some degenerative. Changes um, to at least get rid of symptoms. We're also starting to inject PRP and in stem cells, and I, I know one of our physicians have been on this program to talk about mm-hmm. that. Um, the fourth thing we have is therapies, which I, I include physical therapy and occupational therapy as as the you know the some of the top two, and then we also have manipulation. There's you know physicians, chiropractors, osteopaths doing manipulation. Um, acupuncture is is another variable that sometimes people use and then our our final treatment number five is living with it you know some people just need to adapt the way that they live with it or change their functional ability to to live with a problem and you know we we kind of run up that ladder you know the safest thing is sometimes changing what you do you know and, and living with it and you know folks especially with degenerative changes of a joint tend to have fluctuation in their symptoms. They have good and bad days, good and bad weeks, good and bad years. So if we can utilize therapy um, to restore kind of the muscle function
0: around a joint, sometimes we can avoid surgery. So especially in a patient who may have multiple comorbidities and be maybe a significant risk for surgery, uh, if they were given some help in achieving some activities that they want to accomplish but can't at the present time, they might be happy and um, maybe decide maybe surgery is not needed. And that that's one of the things that sometimes
1: can be difficult is establishing a goal. You know, what is our goal of mm-hmm. our, our intervention? And if the goal is 100% pain relief, there aren't too many interventions right. we can do to achieve that. But if your goal is like to walk to the mailbox to get your mail, you know, sure. those, are, those are goals that we can attain. May yeah. you have pain doing that? Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, But if that's a goal,
0: we can work towards that, okay? Come to Mayo Clinic in lovely Rochester, Minnesota for the geriatric update for the primary care providers held November 14th of 2019. Catch all the latest updates and innovative practice models for evaluating, managing, and caring for your geriatric patients. Registration for this popular course fills up quickly. Visit ce.mayo.edu for more information. Join us weekly here at Mayo Clinic Talks as we discuss best practices and burning questions. Subscribe today using iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. I had a patient this morning who has pretty advanced Of arthritis in one of his knees, and uh, he's finally come to the decision that he's going to have a knee replacement in the near future. Would he benefit from seeing somebody in uh, physical medicine prior to his surgery instead of afterwards? Yes. In, In that case, too,
1: you know, frequently what happens when people don't use a joint is the muscles around it atrophy. So by seeing, you know, physiatry and physical therapy and even occupational therapy sometimes, In that case, we can build the muscles up around the joint that's going to be replaced preoperatively to give them better success postoperatively.
0: One of the most common things we see regarding musculoskeletal pain is low back pain. You must see a lot of that. When should we consider referring a patient to physical medicine, physical therapy for low back pain? Um, Again,
1: diagnostic confirmation. Um, sometimes individuals, are, uh, you know, primary care physicians are looking for reassurance or confirmation that their their diagnosis is appropriate, and that that's a, a great referral. Or if someone has red flags, mm-hmm. um, including leg pain, leg weakness, loss of bowel or bladder uh, symptomatology, or they're falling because of the leg pain, that's a good time to refer.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, a time I have found significant benefit from sending a patient to PM&R is a person who has recurrent low back pain and even sending them over between episodes, giving them some exercises that they can do to help prevent their recurrences. It's been very successful. And that's sometimes the most difficult time. When a person
1: is in pain, there are a lot of things I can have them do exercise-wise. And activity-wise, to try to regain their function, but when they're not experiencing pain, sometimes it's hard to say. Well, these exercises would help. So, a lot of our our job is to establish that recurrent exercise program, and kind of build it into their life, mm-hmm. so they continue with it. And, mm-hmm. You know, with low back pain, just walking. You know, it doesn't have to be an elaborate exercise. Walking seems to be fairly effective and. In decreasing the frequency of those
0: episodes of recurrent low back pain, as well as the intensity. Mm -hmm. So this is sort of a related question: Is there sort of a preventive physical therapy evaluation? Do you ever get patients in for for maintaining the future, you know, like livelihood prevention? We do.
1: We we get folks who say, you know, I'm starting to notice, like we use walking to the mailbox, that I'm having more and more difficulty getting to the end of my driveway mm-hmm. in the mailbox. And sometimes it's just performing some very simple exercises, even in a chair or in bed that can pro- you know, keep you and maintain your ability to do those functional
0: things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So sure. You've mentioned some other areas of uh, physical medicine. Uh, what are some of the uh, other broad categories that, uh, that you deal with in the field of physical medicine other than just musculoskeletal pain? it's vast you know someone once said our profession is a
1: mile wide but only an inch deep because we treat a plethora of of conditions including stroke traumatic brain injury cardiovascular rehabilitation amputee um, neurological conditions like peripheral neuropathy uh, sports medicine I mean we're in a whole host of, of different areas, but all centered around
0: restoring the patient's function. Mm-hmm. I used to work in the incontinence clinic here for a while, and um, I even found benefit in sending patients to physical therapy for pelvic floor exercises. Uh, they have biofeedback and all kinds of interesting ways of teaching patients how to do good pelvic floor exercises. And that's actually run by pelvic floor nurses. So that's part of, part of the team, mm-hmm. our nursing team. Okay. I imagine another fast-growing area in physical medicine is that of sports medicine. Uh, Are you getting involved in not only professional teams but uh, high school as well? Um, I'm not one of the sports medicine
1: members here at the clinic, and they are here, but we're more involved in the community. Uh, Some of the areas we're looking at that I'm involved with is with – individuals with disability. Mm -hmm. I have a stepdaughter who has CP, and she plays sled hockey, she does adaptive climbing at one of the local climbing walls, Um, and we travel throughout the Midwest playing Mm -hmm. sled hockey. So there are physicians and residents who are helping with that, so not just sports medicine of the elite athletes, but of the weekend warriors Mm -hmm. and, and kids, You know, your softball teams, your baseball teams, all the way up to your elite athletes. So sports medicine kind of, not only here, but other institutions, Mm -hmm. treat all the whole gamut of athletes.
0: Let's talk a little bit about some of the devices that you have available to use. Um, I once had some very weird, ridiculous pain, and uh, they gave me a TENS unit, which I had not really used before, but I found it quite helpful. Are there some other devices that you use to uh, improve function and reduce pain? So as we were talking a little bit before, physical medicine, the
1: physical medicine component of physical medicine and rehabilitation actually began here at Mayo under the tutelage of uh, Dr. Frank Krusens, who's kind of one of the fathers of, of our profession. And his, his background was in physical therapeutics. Um, so not only TENS unit, we use heat and ice, um, ultrasound, sometimes which is a deep form heat, and people hear about ultrasound injections. We also use ultrasound to visualize sometimes if we're doing mm-hmm. injection therapy um but again, all of it is to reduce um pain so we can increase function in mm-hmm. some way but and there's there's many therapeutics that have come and gone, um like diathermy was one that came out of here that. Uh, was used for pelvic floor pain for a long time, and they found better ways to do it. So there are are many physical
0: therapeutics Mm -hmm. interventions that we utilize. You just reminded me of something back when I was a medical student. uh, We took a tour of the physical medicine floor, and they had these paraffin baths. Mm -hmm. Are those still around? Yes, they are. In
1: fact, um, we use it quite frequently in the hand, Mm -hmm. and the reason is, is the hand has a very interesting shape. You, you can't put heat on it or cold on it um, with uniformity. By dipping it into wax, you can actually heat up all the tissues uniformly. And it's caught on quite extensively. I mean, you can go to a, a local retailer and now pick up a paraffin bath mm-hmm. to be able to do it at home. So yeah, we use it in, in the
0: hand clinic where I am quite frequently. Well, you mentioned working in hand clinic. Uh, what are some of the common hand and wrist problems that you see personally? A lot of degenerative changes, particularly of the thumb base, mm-hmm. um, which is can be
1: quite functionally limiting. Um, we see a lot of carpal tunnel. We see a lot of tendinopathies. And being a you know, tertiary institution, we also see a lot of kind of interesting cases of uh, complex regional pain syndrome or brachial plexopathies. Brachial plexus injuries, things like that. Okay.
0: Finally, one more question. Um, in your field, what would you like to have known by primary care providers in terms of what your specialty can do? Uh, either from what you've seen, inappropriate referrals or referrals that you would like to see sooner. Is there anything you would like to tell primary care providers how to better utilize your services? Um. I'd have to say we're
1: not chronic pain specialists, Mm -hmm. you know, that our our job is if you have someone who has a functional decline, that knee has goals to work on, the sooner we can see them, the better. Um, If pain is a component, that's fine. But seeing patients who have chronic pain that have had chronic pain uh, sometimes need a different intervention. And... We're not always the best specialty to see that mm-hmm. is it a rewarding specialty amen yes it is yeah. I mean, in all areas and I realize now I'm in you know kind of a musculoskeletal area but uh, I also work in pediatrics so to see some of these kids you know as they age and as you help them develop and with their exercises and their ability to walk and doing certain interventions like bot- botulism toxin injection mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, very rewarding. Or having a stroke patient come into the rehab unit,
0: you know, unable to get out of bed, and by the time they walk out, you're like, at a part of that. Yeah, yeah. I know I've given some presentations to uh, physical medicine, physical therapy audiences, and they always seem very happy. It's always a pleasure speaking to them. I appreciate that. We've been talking with Dr. Jeff Bro, a Mayo Clinic physician in the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation. Jeff, thank you so much for being here and sharing your expertise with us. Thanks for having me. If you've enjoyed Mayo Clinic Talks podcasts, please subscribe. Mayo Clinic delivers more CME offerings nationwide than any other medical education provider. Find your next conference at ce.mayo.edu. Stay healthy and see you next week.